It's bare minimum around here. It has to do with motherhood. It's either guilt or shame. This is Girl Same with your host, Brittany. Girl. 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 Girl Same. Hi guys, welcome back to Girl Same, our Girls Night podcast. I'm Brittany, your host, and I am here with Lauren Goddard. Hi, Lauren. Thanks for being with us for Girls Night. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Um, so I found you on TikTok. I came across one of your videos. I think the first one that I saw was the when you meet a new mom friend who says that they never complain about their toddler. And the, oh, the yeah. song like, never mind, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> right? um, I immediately that just immediately pulled me in because if any, you've ever listened to a single episode of this podcast, same, same, 100 percent same. This is uh, a huge red flag. If I cannot joke with you about how big a pain in the butt my kids are. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we love them, but it's like hey, you have to complain. You have to complain. You got to get it out. You do. And I feel like making fun of them behind their back like that is probably the nicest way. I mean, I'm nice to them, you know? (laughs) Yes. Right? Yes. And it's, you know, I mean, and I hate to say it, but it's so much fun. It is so much fun. And so much of motherhood is not fun that you have to make sure you find the fun where you can. Yes, exactly. Even if it's at the sake of them. (laughs) We'll never know. Right? Definitely. It's funny. So the one of my favorites, though, the favorite, I think, of your videos that I had seen was the when you take your kids to the playground hours ago, but it's only been a few minutes. Yes. <laughs> I I just relate to that on like every every level. I OK, so that one was a somewhat recent one. I think last week, maybe the week before. Mm-hmm. I can't even really remember um was literally at the playground doing that. And I like looked at my clock and I was like, oh, my God, how has it all? <laughs> <laughs> 12 minutes like we have been here forever and my husband was with me that mm-hmm. you know on that trip too and I thought that was going to make it a little bit better no no, no. you're mm-hmm. still there so still there I mean and it's like when it's hot out like mm-hmm. that you know it's like you're you're sitting there in the heat and the yeah. sun and like just like I'm sweating I'm mm-hmm. not having a good time and yet like how long do we have to be here I know I was in like for some reason I initiate it and I'm like yeah. I'm the one who plans it and then I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Exactly. I know. We've been doing splash pad lately. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can't, I can't do the playground. I'm like, I'm too hot. I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the splash pad, I feel like isn't that much better, okay. except for you can kind of cool off, you yes. know? So then at least I'm, we're taking the heat element out of it. Exactly. Anything to make it a little bit more tolerable, bit you know? More bearable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, it's funny because I take the kids there and within like 10 minutes, they're coming back to me, needing something, wanting something, wanting me to chase them or push them on a swing or they're already ready for a snack or they need water. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure the reason I brought you here was so that you would actually go that way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just like, I need to sit down. Yes. <laughs> you need to burn off some energy. Yes. So you can do that. You're yeah. the one with energy. I yeah. am the one you have taken it from. So I need to sit here. And yeah. you need to go burn the energy. Why are you trying to make me burn the little energy I have? Yeah, I, that I don't know. I don't get it. But no. yeah, I'm, I'm just not I'm just not a park mom. And I, I always feel bad, too, when I see because there are park moms. 
Yeah. There are moms that just go hard with their kids at the park. And I am not one of those moms. You know, I feel like there's so many other places that I like, you know, I guess I like would play hard, right? Yeah. With, mm-hmm. my, with my kid. Um, and the park is just not one of them. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be up there. I don't want to do those. Like, I want to sit down. It's hot. It's sticky. It's gross. Yep. And there's other kids to play with, you know, it's like we go specifically so you can interact with other kids Mm -hmm. and like, you know, trying to fit up on top of those tiny little structures, you know, being a (laughs) a, almost six foot adult. Yeah. Like, no, it it was clearly not built for me. I don't even fit. (laughs) No, no, can't fit on here. Mm -mm. So, you know, you have a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just going to hang out. But. Exactly. And we do the same thing. I always bring them because I am. I don't I probably say 13 times. Go play with the kids. There's kids. Look, kids. She looks about your age. Go play with her kids. And they're so drawn back to me, which they spend every minute of the day with me. <laughs> I'm like, Listen, don't you need a break? <laughs> you would think so. You would, cause I, I do. I need the break. I need the break. For yeah. sure. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, so. You're making these TikToks that are very relatable. I feel like very relatable. But I know that some people have very, very strong opinions, especially when it comes to like parenting. Have you been lucky enough to have a lot of positive responses or you deal with any negative? I, there's definitely negative. Um, I would say it's probably about 80%, 80, 85% positive. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's funny because then it's like, I'll get like one negative comment on something. And then it's like, they kind of trickle in after that, you know, yeah. if it's like, if it's stay, if it, there's no negative, it tends to stay positive, if that makes sense. But yeah, people are very opinionated and yeah. it's something that like, I thought I was ready for, mm-hmm. you know, when I started making these videos and posting and I have my good moments and I have my bad moments, you know, of yeah. like, like, okay, just, just brush it off. It's no big deal. Like, right. you know, these people don't know who I am as a person. So like, they don't, they, they have no room to judge. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't know who I am. Like you're watching a five second video of me with something. Right. But then I have my other days where it's just like, okay. I'm like, I, it, it really, it gets to you. It, it gets does. to you. And it's like, you know, and I know that's what they're looking for, too. Yeah. They're looking for some sort of reaction out of me. And I'm like, just stay calm, stay calm. <laughs> we're fine. Right. Their they're opinion not in doesn't your home matter. Watching you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But they're intense, though. And I feel like um, I totally get what you mean with the they trickle in because it is almost as if when one person says something negative, it opens the door where people feel comfortable then just oh well I guess we can do this and then they just start going in it's yes I posted a video of the audio is like somebody crying right Mm -hmm. and in the video I'm like closing my front window right and my caption is something along the lines of um like when your child asks to go to the park so then you're like okay yeah let's go to the park and they have a meltdown right yeah typical toddler Oh, all, you know, if you had a toddler, you've been there, right? Um, yes, they make no sense. Absolutely no sense. Mm-mm. Some of those comments, like some of these comments, you're just like, I don't, what do you think is happening? First of all, there were so many people who thought that that was my actual child crying. And I decided to then stop what I was doing to then <laughs> take an actual video. <laughs> and I was that, like, that's where my head went instantly. Let me tell you. <laughs> like, this is not real life. 
Yeah. This is not real life. But yeah, I mean, it's just so many like, like t- you're a terrible mother. And I'm just like, what? It's a video. What? It's entertainment. Like it's meant to be fun and entertaining. It's not everything is taken so seriously. Pure the passion that they feel about like calling me out for being a bad parent for whatever mm-hmm. reason. I mean, and some of the comments that I get on some some of these videos, I'm like, I made this video and like and at one point in time I thought there's nothing that anybody could be mad about about this. But yeah, people right. find a reason. <laughs> Do you feel like when you started to first get, cause I feel like when I first started posting things, it was pretty consistently positive. And then I feel like once you get to just even maybe like a thousand followers or so, all of a sudden things kind of take a turn and it opens the door for more and more. Do you feel like now that you've gotten some of those comments, do you feel like it changes what you put out there or do you at least consider it or does it affect you at all? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a really great question. Um, it has. And I really try like not to I I think about it because like I said before, it's like eighty to eighty-five percent of my, my responses are pretty positive, right? Right. And I try to think about the reason why I started posting. And I started posting because I was just thinking, I'm like, I, you know, I feel this certain way about motherhood. You know, for me, it's like it's been a very lonely experience. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I didn't even know there's other people who feel that way because I'm watching other content, right? You know, I'm seeing it, you know, yeah. but then I have all these ideas and I'm like, you know what? I want to be another voice for, you know, these, these parents and these mothers who may feel the same way, right? And so I try to come back to that when I'm making these videos and yeah. it's like, okay, why, why did I start posting? Because these, you know, 15% of negative comments, like they really don't matter, you know, especially if I'm mm-hmm. helping or I'm making so many other people feel like they, they belong somewhere or they're not alone. Um, yeah. Ultimately, I mean, the thing is, is it has, you know, I, I, I question things so much more, you know, I mean, and I always, don't you hate that at the beginning, it's like, I'm so self-conscious and I mean, and I still am right. Every single thing I'm thinking, it's like, I have to like critique every single freaking word that I post. Right. Um, (laughs) but it's gotten a little easier, you know, as far as, the confidence side of things as that gone on. But, but yeah, I do think about it so much more. It's like, I think, okay, how could this be taken incorrectly or how could, what could, how could somebody take this and run with it and, you know, call me out for being something or call out this, this group of, this group of mothers, you know, not even just me, but all of us, right. right, Who feel this way. How are they going to then, you know, put us down? I, I like to hear that the majority is positive because I hope that that means that people are starting to be honest with themselves and with everybody, the reality of motherhood. And that's why I love reaching out to people who make this content because that's what like this whole podcast is about. And that's what I think is so important is there is so much of this like perceived, like, perfect idealist motherhood life and it's just it's not like that it's not like that at all and I think it just it just needs to be shared more to make it more normal that's the only way to make it normal is to get it get it out exactly exactly I mean and there's so many you know it's like when I became a mother for the first time um my oldest being almost four right so Mm -hmm. almost four years ago there were things that were happening that I kept thinking oh my god I wish somebody would have just told me Yes. I wish somebody would have told me that this is the thing, that this is what, this is what happens, or this is how you're going to feel. And so that's yes. another reason why I'm like, I need, I want to push this stuff out there, not to, 
um, you know, frighten people, right? You know, that's another, <laughs> that's another comment that I've received before. Okay. You're just trying to scare, you know, new moms or, you know, and it's like, no, 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 that's not the case at all. Yeah. But knowing that it is not all sunshine rainbows, I'm this, you know, like perfect housewife mother, you know, not that yeah. I don't think, I don't think really anybody expects that nowadays, but at the same time, it's mm-hmm. like, you do have these expectations of what your life is going to look like as a parent. Yeah. And then come to find out that, you know, they're not that way at all. And, you know, and like I said, I just wish somebody would have said, Hey, Lauren, this is what's happening. Or this is, this could potentially happen to you. And then I would be like, yeah. okay, thank God I'm not alone. One. And two, like maybe now I can figure out how to handle this differently or how to proceed. Exactly. So. And if you had known too, you could have prepared yourself better. Yeah. Like mentally, you could have prepared yourself because when you become a new mom, you know, and everything is this whole learning process. But then when you're also, it's all like the opposite of what everyone has shown you and said leading up to it then you think that it has to be you. You're at fault. There's something wrong with you. Where are you messed up? And that that is what is so hard to then be this mom for your new baby while you're figuring out what is wrong with me. Yes. You know? yeah. And turns out nothing, actually. This is just motherhood. It's just motherhood. It's just motherhood. I mean, and there's so many, I mean, there's so many things for me. I, um, wasn't expecting. And I ended up having postpartum depression with both my, both my pregnancies and postpartum journeys. Right. And I was not mm-hmm. expecting it, especially with my first, you know, I've never yeah. had depression, anxiety before in my life. So it just really took me by surprise. Yeah, definitely. And I reached out to the very few mothers that I knew, and it was very few, you know, who were like, we were like acquaintances. We weren't even really friends. And I'm just yeah. like, Hey, this is how I feel. Like, did you have this? Like, I don't, I, I like, I don't know what to do. And everybody was just like, Oh no, I didn't feel that way. Like, good luck. Godspeed. And so then I'm like, <laughs> it's just me. It's just me. It's, I mean, yeah. and, I, and it's like, and I knew that postpartum depression was not, you know, like uncommon, but yet mm-hmm. it was like, I feel so alone in this. Like here I am struggling with this newborn baby. And also, you know, I struggling with not sleeping and depression and everything like that. And it's like, what is wrong with me? Like, what is my problem? Like, why is it like, I have dreamt my entire life of being a mother. Like I knew, like, Mm I, I've always known I wanted to be a mom. I mean, I, my poor husband, I like friggin entire relationship I'm like I want to get married and have kids I want to get married and have kids like let's do this let's do this and uh so it's like I always wanted this and then it's like it happened to me and then I was like oh my god this is not what I wanted it to be or not what I thought it was going to be and so then I must be the problem right and you know I mean and it's taken me a long time I mean and I guess it does take a lot of time it, it takes so much time to realize one you're not the problem you know, yeah. I mean, there's so many things that contribute to you feeling the way that you do. Um, but like, you're not, you're not the problem and you're not alone. And I think that's like, right. like I said, if, if somebody would have said something to me prior to me having my first baby, then maybe I would have been better prepared, better, you know, I would have had better resources and my husband and I could have prepared better for, you know, the emotional yeah. poster that is postpartum or the first few years of your child's life. Yeah. 
And I think too, um, kind of like touching on what you said about like when you want to be a mom so bad, um, like for me, you know, I, I knew I always, always wanted to adopt. The adoption process was very long, very complicated. And I fought so hard to be a mom. And so by doing that, anytime I don't enjoy being a mom, it is like, this horrible guilt because well everybody else seems to just love being a mom I fought so hard to be a mom because I wanted to be a mom same as you I was like let's go I'm ready <laughs> I want babies I was born to be a mom and then I am a mom I'm like um there this is hard this is mm, I need breaks I actually do need time away from you sometimes and how, how does someone who fought so hard to be a mom need time away from their kids? Like gasp, you know? And that's the, when you look at things like social media, where people are always like posting pictures of their kids smiling and they're smiling and all you see is just smile, smile, smile. And you're like, well, we're not always smiling here. You know? No, no, we are not. No. We're not. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, nope. and that's what, like the guilt that comes with it all too. You know, it's like, yes, you wanted to be a mother and you, you and you're here, right? And we're here and yes. we're doing it, but yet and it's like, okay, but, and I've received comments like that on my videos before, like, okay, like, you know, mm -hmm. if you, if you were going to complain this much, then why even, you know, why even have kids? And it's like, okay, no, yeah. like, no, I mean, I would lay in front of a train for my children. Right. I would do anything for them. Yeah. But also because everybody is fine, right. I also need a break. Exactly. And, like, and you lose this you lose yourself in motherhood, you know, and, and that's something, that's something that, again, I wish somebody would have told me, like, you lose your identity, uh, you know, yeah. regardless of, you know, how you became a mother. It's like you get so wrapped up in your children and, and their lives yeah. and, and what your life now looks like as a mother that it's like you forget about who you were before you were a mother. And, that is, and it happens fast. It happens, it happens fast. Yeah, it, it snuck, it like sneaks up on you, you know? I mean, you think that maybe, you know, when the, you know, 10 years down the road and you've been doing just this for so long, but I mean, I felt it like within the first year of being a mom, I'm like, mm, I don't even recognize myself anymore. And then you start realizing, well, that's because I have no self outside of being a mom. Exactly. Like this is literally now who I am. I have nothing, nothing else to offer outside of being a mom. It's so hard, yeah. so hard to not lose yourself. In yeah. It. I mean, it takes, it takes everything you have, right? I mean, mm -hmm. literally everything and yeah. And you quickly lose yourself. And so for me personally, going from zero kids to one kid was the hardest transition because it's like, you think you know what it's going to be like and you think you know what it's going to be like once you have a kid and and so many people talk about oh you just live your life and then your child is just there and it's just like oh my god I don't know what you're doing but <laughs> like that was, can you tell me how you make that work because that's not working over exactly. here <laughs> like that, that's not that's not what's happening here um so, mm -mm. but yeah I mean it's just like all of a sudden it's like, Oh my God, my life is so completely changed. And then I, I personally yeah. had a hard time with it because my husband was continuing to do the things that he liked to do. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm like, first of all, one, how are you finding the time to do this? And two, right. I don't have time. Like I don't have time to do this. And then what do I even like to do now? Because exactly. for whatever reason you just lose 
everything, right? You're like, I, yeah. I have no interests anymore. I have no <laughs> hobbies. I am, not, I am not, I am not anything but mother. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what is my name? Do I even have a name outside of mother? I don't remember. Don't know. <laughs> I think too, with, with spouses and stuff, specifically with men, I feel like they have a lot easier time completely disconnecting. So even if I do get to go out, I, my brain is still attached. I am still half mom mode. Like it's never a hundred percent off. And I do feel like with my husband and I think a lot of men, they can go out and just turn that switch, go out, do what they need to do, and then come home and turn the switch back on and be in dad mode where it's like with us, we're just in mom mode, whether they're, we're momming or not. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm like rushing back home or I, we have like the, we just got recently monitors um, for both the boys Mm -hmm. rooms that connect to like, to to connect my phone. So it's like, I was Mm -hmm. out, I was just even like, it was like a late night target trip <laughs> like last week. And I'm sitting there in target on my phone, watching them on the monitor. And I'm like, they're in bed. Like, what am I doing? Like, I know that they're sleeping, but yet I can't stop. You know, it's like, I yeah. just, I always go back to it. And I mean, and, and sometimes it really bothers me where I think like, okay, just Lauren, shut your brain off. Just stop thinking. Like the kids are fine. They are fine. Right. You are fine. Like go enjoy yourself. But I mean, it's just, it's just what I do now. And most of the time I just kind of try to allow myself to enjoy whatever time I ha- I'm having, but also knowing yeah. that like, okay, I got to think of like whatever we're doing tomorrow and make sure that exactly. plan all that out in my head while I'm also out to dinner with these people. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like this is such a great segue into, you know, what we're going to be talking about in this episode. It really is like a perfect segue because we're going to be talking about like that insane pressure that we feel as moms to just constantly be doing something even when you go and you you go off and you're like having drinks with friends and stuff like that you're still you still have the mom mom stuff in your brain so I I wanted to talk to you well I wanted to talk about this topic for a while because I just I struggle with this a lot is this something that you struggle with not being able to just have some time to yourself without the guilt yep absolutely yeah. yeah, it's it, it's just so hard. I thought looking through your TikToks and stuff, I was like, I feel I feel like we'd be on the same page with this one. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, and I'm talking like nap time. Um, you probably don't have them in, you know, preschool or anything yet, I'm assuming. But my kids are in school. Um, my oldest just started preschool this past year. OK, he was in like Tuesday, Thursday, you know, like minimal. School. Yeah. But yeah. 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 I mean, and then, you know, bedtime, like the end of the day. When all I want to do is absolutely nothing, but then I'm like, I should be doing this list that's seven miles long. However, I am so exhausted, but if I don't do it, then this, this, and this, and this. And then even if you do decide to sit and rest the whole time, you're like, I should be doing this. Exactly. And if I don't get up and do this, I'm going to need to do it tomorrow. <laughs> like yeah. it's just never ending. Yes. Uh, it's the worst feeling. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like... All throughout the day, you know, it's like I constantly feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough, right? You know, it's like I'm sitting here playing on the floor with my kids. And yet I'm like, oh, my God, but laundry needs to be done and the dishes need to be done. And this needs like and I have to schedule this appointment and this and this and this. And yeah. I'm like, oh, can't I just sit down and do this? Or, yeah, I mean, and I now have gotten to the point where like. And I don't I don't know, maybe 
you're similar. Um, at the end of the night, put the kids to bed. I have like three things that need to be done. The toys need to be cleaned off of the living room floor. The dishes need to be put away or put in the dishwasher at the very minimum. And, um, and laundry needs to be started. And like, those are like my three things that I'm like, as long as those are done, I'm mm-hmm. going to sit down and like try to enjoy my time. And I, and, and I say try because it's like, it's not, some days are better than others, but it's like, I try to ignore right. the playroom, ignore like the random crap that I know needs to be done. That's just sitting there waiting for me for tomorrow. But at least I can try to enjoy my evening or try to enjoy some, some like time off. Right. Without. Yeah. Without feeling like total immense guilt. Um, and then I could, like, yeah, yeah. I do the yeah. same thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, and it sucks. Sometimes it's like, it takes like five minutes and you're just like, oh, okay, great. I can enjoy the rest of my night. And then other times it's like, you know, two right. and a half hours later, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just sitting down. Yeah. But <laughs> exactly. But yeah. I, I do. I have, I think it's helped me a little bit too, like having a list of things that I know that if I get these done, then I can be okay with just resting. And I, and I just need to accomplish this. And I feel like that's really helped me because it's a manageable list for the most part. Uh, and then when my brain starts doing that thing where I'm like, oh, but you should probably also do that and this and this and this, I can kind of pull myself back in a little bit and be like, no, you said to yourself that if you get A, B and C done, that you did what you needed to do. It works, most you know, time. sometimes most, I of, the time. most of the well, time. Sometimes. And then there's other days where it's like, <laughs> like last week, yeah. I, my oldest doesn't nap anymore, but he has like quiet time, which is a nightmare in yeah. itself, but you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> not, not so quiet, quiet, but you know, every now and then <laughs> I can get like maybe 20 minutes. Um, yeah. so anyway, so he goes down for his quiet time, um, when my youngest is napping mm-hmm. in the afternoon. And so I usually try to take that time to like, maybe do something, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's resting. And then, but the majority of the time it's like my TikTok time, you know, like that's when I record all my videos. Yeah. But anyway, I was trying to like, just relax and sit down and it's like, I got all, you know, my A, B and C done. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm just sitting, I'm just doing nothing. Yeah. And then it's like, I look over and we have a dog and like the overhead fan was on and like a, a hairball just brushed across the hardwood floor as I'm sitting there and I'm like okay I'm like well that's really gross that's great thank you (laughs) but then you go into like okay when was the last time I vacuumed when was the last time I mopped the floors when was the last time I did this Mm -hmm. like okay now I got to do this and then if I do and then if I you know have to vacuum I have to finish cleaning up all of the toys and all of the crap and get it all done and then I have to mop which means pulling everything up off the floor and it's just you you just go from, you know, yep. zero to 60 in three seconds flat. And then you're like, 100%. okay, well, obviously I shouldn't be sitting here anymore. Right. <laughs> not, yeah, right. not with this list that I made up right now. <laughs> so it turns out that it, there's a name for it. And it's like productivity shame. You know, of course, shame. Like if, if it has to do with motherhood, yes. it's either guilt or shame. It really, is. <laughs> It's always guilt or shame. Um, and it just, it describes like that overall feeling that you've never done enough. And and to me, like, if it's productivity, shame, that might as well just be motherhood because there's just it, there's never I never feel like I've done enough. I've never felt complete, accomplished, done. There's always, there's always something. something. I mean, it's really everything is never ending. Guilt and shame. I mean, all the time. It's always guilt and shame. 
it's always guilt and shame it's like even if it's like maybe you cleaned earlier you know but there's still like stuff that needs to be cleaned or like you worked on a project but it's not finished or you know you you took the kids for a walk but you didn't like work out you know I mean it's like you just have never done enough in any area and I think that's such a big thing too because it's not just like an overall it's very specific a thousand different areas that are always and you know you get it almost to the end and then it snaps back and you gotta restart but you never see the end end. there is no no end end. but yeah Mm -mm. no what do you think that you feel the most guilt about do you think it's more um like housework or do you think it's more like you know time with the kids quality time things you do for them i I would say it's probably quality time with the kids always yeah for me, I, so I work, um, and I'm like home with my kids, like 90% of their day. And then I work evenings. So I'm only gone for like a short amount of time, you know, but I'm there for the majority of their, their day, which is exactly how I wanted it to be. Right. Um, I call myself mm-hmm. a stay at home working mom. <laughs> um, yeah. you're just doing both is what it comes down to. <laughs> just doing both. Yeah. Just doing it mm-hmm. all. Um, but not at all. <laughs> right. Exactly. Doing it all, but nothing at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I, so I work and like in the evenings and it's only, you know, three to four nights a week. So it's not like anything crazy, but usually at night is when yeah. I get like, a, you know, a lot of the cleaning stuff done or, you know, like, like I said, the dishes, the laundry, you know, mm-hmm. picking up the toys, all that crap. Right. But, with, you know, I don't always get that done. And so then it's like, I'm spending time during the day with the kids to like get some of this stuff done. And then I'm like, okay. And now that my oldest doesn't nap, it's like, I'm constantly shuffling one kid or another trying to, okay, like, all right, the little one's napping. So I'm going to take the big one and we're going to go, you know, do this laundry and clean out this closet and whatever, whatever. Right. And then it's like, yeah a few hours later or towards the end of the day where I'm just like, Oh my God, I spent no quality time with my children today. Like I just like literally like we went grocery shopping. We did this, we cleaned the house, we did this. And it's like, I'm with them all day, Mm -hmm. but yet there wasn't any like one-on-one time playing or anything like that. And we all sat down on the floor and played for a while, but yet it's like, I didn't spend that one-on-one time with each kid. There's that also added guilt where it's like, I've read so much about like, oh, it's 10 minutes, 10 minutes of one-on-one time with each child a day and they feel fulfilled. And I'm like, oh my God, but I didn't do that. So like, do my children feel like they don't, like, I don't love them. (laughs) Right. That's, I love how that's where our head instantly goes, right? Like this one tiny little mix up and we're like, well, that's it. The relationship's done. They're going to hate me as an adult. I and I yes, failed I'm as a mother. creating emotional trauma um, <laughs> that they're going to carry with them throughout their yeah. entire life and because I didn't Clearly. play dinosaurs for 10 minutes. And, you know, and then I also, it's like, I have that guilt. And then I also think, oh my God, it's just 10 minutes, Lauren. Like, why can't you spend 10 minutes? You know? And so then there's that guilt yep. too. You're just like, friggin' just yep. take the 10 minutes to do it. But yet I'm like, I don't have time. Right. And then if you do take time, it's because you're taking that time away yes. from something else that needs to be done. So then you're sitting there thinking about how, how did you not just have 10 minutes to sweep that up or to put that away or to finish this thing? It's like, because we can't, it's just, there's literally not enough time in the day to do all of these things. But yet this pressure has been put on us 
to accomplish all of those things or you are failing. You know, your job is to have the house look a certain way and your kids be raised a certain way. And if you don't do it perfectly every single day, you're failing. Well, you're failing. Your head just goes straight to it. And I, you know, I mean, and the thing is, is like, it's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves. Right. And I, and I'm so aware of that. Right. And my husband reminds me of that all the time. Like nobody's asking you to do this, Lauren. And I'm like, I, I am. Right. It's me. No, it's, it's me. me. I'm, I'm the, the problem. problem. Right. <laughs> it's me. Um, yeah. <laughs> we know. We, we, I, I know it's me. I, I totally get it. Um, <laughs> but yet at the same time, it's like, you know, we put this pressure on ourselves, but it's like, we didn't just create this out of nowhere. It's not like, you know, you, no. you know, as a first time mom woke up and was just like, I need to make sure I'm the perfect, you know, I do this perfectly every single day. And, you know, if I don't, that I am failing as a yeah. person, um, you know, we didn't wake up yeah. one day and just decide that it's literally what is told to us and what is taught to us from day one, day, day one. one. No. Um, I mean, even pregnancy, right. Or, or, you know, I, I'm, I apologize. I don't know much about adoption, but I would imagine, you know, it's like, like even during that process, it's like, there's pressure put on you to, to do it perfectly. And, you know, yes. to, you know, only be, only be happy, right. Only be happy. Yep. And that mm-hmm. was something that I just, and grateful and grateful. grateful, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know it goes without saying, you know, and we've already said this, but like, I am so grateful for my children, for my family, for everything. Right, um, of course. Yeah. And I was grateful to, to be pregnant and, and give birth to my babies, but that doesn't mean it's not hard. And it doesn't mean that like, right. Like I can be grateful and also have be miserable. <laughs> You know, yeah, I can I be can so many, many things. things. So it's like, <laughs> you know, even from early on, even before the children are actually here, you know, it's like you, there's pressure put on yeah. you to, to be happy and upbeat and you should be grateful that you can get pregnant. You should be grateful that you're going through, you know, that you are able to adopt. You should be grateful for all these things. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah yes, of course. But that doesn't mean that it's not so emotionally taxing every step of the way yeah, and, you know, and physically taxing and, you know, there's so many things. And so it's like, we have that very early on. And then it's like, you have the baby and like, I was working full time, um, and was, went back mm-hmm. to work, um, after both of my pregnancies, I went back to work full time at my full-time job. And I actually, it was just recently that I, I stopped working full time, but you know, then going back to work. You're just expected to go back to work at, you know, eight weeks, right. Postpartum, be able to put your child in. My child was in daycare. Um, just put him in daycare. Like it's Mm -hmm. no big freaking deal. Like you didn't just, you know, like you don't have this teeny tiny little loaf of a person. (laughs) Right. That's literally literally your heart. heart. Just everything about you just right there. And you're just supposed to just trust some random person just hand them off. right out the it's gate. It's no big deal. Everybody does it, Lauren. Everybody yep. does it. It's okay. And you're just like, yep. okay, cool. But like, I'm not okay with this, you know? And like, and yep, yeah, yeah, but we're expected right. to be okay with it. We're expected to go back to work. Like nothing has mm-hmm. happened. Like, you didn't, you're not right. so completely sleep deprived that, you know, you might drive your car off a cliff, 
or, you know, anything like that. And right. So it's like, it starts so early where you're just like, okay, now I'm supposed to be back to work. I'm supposed to work, you know, a full-time job. I'm supposed to care for my infant, um, and give them the best possible life, um, and take care of my home and also have everything else together. And then also, you know, somehow wake up in the morning and put makeup on my face, like, you know. And look my best. Yeah, and look your best on top of it. Like do all this. Look good while you're doing it. And also don't forget about self-care because you have to include that in because if you're not doing self-care, then you're also doing something wrong. But if you take too much time for self-care, then you're also doing something wrong. And it's like, okay. You can't can't win. You can't win. You really can't win. You can't win. win. It's no matter what you do. It's like, all right, well, I'm failing at all at all costs. Yeah. And I I think, too, with this whole like the women taking care of the household, taking care of the children, this whole like concept a long, long time ago is so different from what we have today. You know, our households, it contains so much more than it ever did before, because there's just more and more responsibility as things grow with technology and with expectations for kids and activities and, you know, where they should be at with their learning and their, you know, the education and all that. It just keeps growing. But for whatever reason, it just continues to fall typically on mom's lap. Like it, it just no matter how much gets added, it's still expected to still fall under your lap and it's the same with like you know well you should also have a job you know well you should also maintain this now your hair your nails your whatever it, it just keeps growing and there's, there's so much there's so much I mean I mean and my kids are little so it's like I only you know there's only so much but you know then you all of a sudden you have you know school right so, you know your kids are going to school and then you add in extracurricular yeah. activities and then you have to you know I don't know I don't know is room mom still a thing <laughs> room parents it is because I accidentally uh, signed up for that one time and <laughs> there was a sign up sheet. I like to, the most I do is I volunteer for one thing during the year for each kid. And I, I that's what I can yeah. give. That's what I can manage. And there was a sign up sheet and I thought it was just for like a typical, like if you wanted to volunteer oh. throughout the year, so we know. And so I put my name on it and then I got an email and they're like, thank you so much for signing up to be room mom. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Uh, I, I don't know. You have not met me, but I guarantee you, I am not room mom material. <laughs> you don't want me in charge of that. So <laughs> I respectfully declined. <laughs> oh gosh. Instantly. See, that would be me. So I like, you know, kind of going back, like talking about, um, how I always wanted to be a mom, you know, growing up, I always thought I would be kind of like yeah. the room mom material kind of world. And then so did actually, I. like, currently <laughs> in my life, like, if you ask me, I'd be like, fuck no, like, there's no way I could get that done. Like, right. absolutely not. I would be the no. worst room mom. Horrible. There's so many. We get all these emails and then like, don't forget to send this in. Don't forget they need this on Tuesday. Don't and it's all from the room mom. And I'm like, do you know how much I rely on the room mom? I can't be the room mom. (laughs) Who's gonna help me? (laughs) Yeah. I told my husband when I did that and he looked at me like, Oh, oh, you're and I was like, No, I I need to see myself (laughs) right out of this. This is not gonna work. (laughs) But I did You got out of it though. Oh, I did. And it was it was hard. I'm very much a people pleaser, like a hundred percent a people pleaser. So everything in me was like, you know what? Okay. But I know so badly I would how I would like not help this class. 
I would not benefit these kids at all. And I had to, for the sake of the children to step away. So I did, I let them know I I was an accident and please. So sorry. (laughs) Find anyone else, please. (laughs) But I had the same thought. Like I thought I would be on the PTA. I was like, I would totally, I'm, I'm going to be so involved in my kid's school. And now I'm like, go to school and I, I'm, I need you to be there and I'm going to be here. And (laughs) there's no, you know, I'm involved enough to know and, and take care of what I need to take care of. But like outside of that, that's just, yeah. it turns out yeah. it's not for that's me. Not, I, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I always thought I was going to be that that mom too. And like, and I can tell you right now, I'm yeah. not like, I'm not currently, and I don't think I'm going to be, I don't think it's going to like drastically improve right. in the next few years. Um, <laughs> but you know, I also, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm finding myself, right. You know, here I am. Like, I, I don't exactly. take myself too seriously. And Yes. Yes. And it's okay. It's okay to not be on PTA. It's okay to be on PTA. Like there's the moms on our PTA. They're so into it and they love it and they're great at it. And that's awesome for them. But it's also okay to not be great at that and not have that to give, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I know, um, a few moms right now that, um, are like, I, I don't know for sure if they're like PTA moms, but like, if they're not, they're like that type, you know? And yeah, they're mm-hmm. fabulous. And I, and I have found myself sometimes thinking like, Oh my God, I wish I could be like that. And then I'm like, okay, no, like they're here, you yeah. know, and that's what they do. And that's what they're good at. And that's what they enjoy doing. Like I have to, you know, it's like they can, right. I would hope that they enjoy doing it. Like, good God. Like if they're not, then like, that's <laughs> a lot of work to, you know, hate every second of it. Ton of um, so it's like, I hope that's what right. they enjoy doing, but it's like, that's just not, that's just not who I am, you know, as a person. And I'm like, and yeah, it took me, you know, 32 years to figure that out. But, you know, here I am. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I really did. I was I always pictured myself as that like like for years, I always pictured myself. And the second my kids got into um, kindergarten, my oldest got into kindergarten uh, and I volunteered for like a field trip or something. And it was like that. That's I felt it instantly. I was like, yeah, that's, that's, good. Cap. that's good. You know, I can't. <laughs> that's that's I feel I feel okay about it I um you know I I just you got to know your limitations limitations. and and that's the thing that like I feel like there's kind of going back to like the pressure that you know is put on us right it's like I feel like we're kind of just expected to be able to like do all of those things right like take on like go on these field trips be be the room mom do all these things right but it's like what nobody is realizing and nobody's really seeing is that we are so present for our children in so many other ways other than out in public right kind of going back to my videos of these people telling me that I'm a bad mom because I post this five second video of something right it's like I'm showing you five seconds of my life you're not seeing how I am present as a parent at home or, you know, how my family is or whatever that right. may be. And it's, but even like knowing that, right. It's like, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but yet there's still this like no. lingering, like added pressure on the outside of like, okay, well you better be doing this and this and this and this when you're at home with your children, you know, and you're just like, okay, yeah. great. Yep. But I, there's only something to do. I know. I, you, and, and so much of this has to do with social media because you get so used to seeing it out there you get so used to seeing only the good only the positive and you you know and we've talked I've talked about this on this podcast before and I think this is just so important is that you know you get so you can tell yourself a thousand times that's not real that's not real 
it doesn't matter. It, it is always in the back of your head a little bit. Like I feel like even the most confident people who know that it's not still, there is still something in your head that like makes you question when you only see images and videos of positive, positive times, you know, because like realistically, I mean, if someone's not screaming or crying or something yeah. in the house, it's rare. Like someone is always doing something, you know, and to, to make it out to be like 99% of the time right. is great. It's just so, 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 so disheartening for anybody listening, watching it. And you do it without realizing it. you scroll through and you don't realize how much it's affecting you until it, later on. It, truly. I mean, I, um, I think that's kind of why I, I gravitate more towards TikTok than anything else, because I feel like I see the yes, real content, same. right? Like the real, like, I mean, and of course mm-hmm. there's a bunch of, you know, curated stuff on there as well. Right. But, um, at least whatever side of TikTok I've landed on, um, <laughs> and my algorithm and what it looks yeah. like, it's We're all on the it's same so side. <laughs> realistic. It's like, I'm seeing, I'm seeing yes. people like me or in situations like me, or maybe even slightly worse off, not worse off, but you know, I'm like, Oh, thank God that's not happening to me. Yeah. Struggling um, more yeah. <laughs> or whatever, you know? Right? Um, um, and yeah. so it's like, I, I've, find myself spending so much more time scrolling on TikTok than anywhere else because I'm like, okay, these are real people. And, and I love it because I can show up looking like this, which like I have a stain on my sweatshirt, like, right. you know, so I'm sorry I showed up to your <laughs> podcast looking like this too, but this is just me. <laughs> and this is what we love to um, see. <laughs> you know, I mean, my hair has been in this ponytail since, you know, five in the morning, like, and I can show up like yeah. this and I feel like people appreciate it. You know, nobody's like, Nobody's yes. expecting me to look fabulous. Um, I mean, and I guess if I do, it's right. like a little added bonus, but like nobody, nobody's expecting it. And I don't really <laughs> even feel like people on TikTok want that. They want yeah, the I real, agree. they want my messy playroom and my, you know, dishes in the sink and whatever that, you know, whatever that is. But yet the crowd on like yeah. other social media platforms like Instagram, right? Um Instagram it's, is huge with that. It's so hard to sit there and scroll Instagram. It's so hard because you yeah. are getting, you know, these beautiful houses and these people who have, you know, yeah. I mean, and like I live in a three bedroom ranch home. It's teeny tiny. It's teeny tiny. And I've showed shown my house on TikTok before. You know, this is where I live and it's a mm-hmm. postage stamp of a house. But yet I feel ashamed of that. Yes. Yeah on Instagram. Like I would never post yeah. that on Instagram because I'm like, I would like, I feel shame of my situation Yeah, because you see these beautiful, you know, curated lives of like, here's my beautiful yeah. house and my beautiful children and everybody's dressed and everybody's face is clean <laughs> and their hair is done and whatever. And you're just <laughs> like, Oh my God, like yeah. what am I doing wrong? Yeah. And I feel like too, you know, you see all that. And then when you see like the, the fridge, that's all like perfectly organized in the pantry that has like all these containers and every snack is like facing the right direction. And, you know, their kids are always in like the cutest outfits and they match, they match each other. And you see all of these things. And then you think to yourself, like, when, when do they have time to do that? You, you try, if you try and do that, you, there's no way you have no time. That's so that's like when, you know, with the taking, um, when they're napping or when they're in bed and stuff like that, it's like, am I supposed to spend that time every second? Just like keep on going. So I can have this like perfect, perfect little home. Yeah. And like, <laughs> you know? 
It's like, it, that's exactly like, when do you have it? Because they're either, my thought when I watch these is they're either cutting into their, you mm-hmm. know, alone time, or I guess, you know, or time, like their evenings, right? So I always think after bedtime, right? Everything happens yeah. after, after bedtime. You put your kids to bed and are they yep. there? Are they up until midnight just cleaning their house? Like, <laughs> just like rearranging the snacks and because cleaning the house. Like, I mean, I've gotten those, those nice little like snack containery things before, right? And thinking like, uh-huh. oh, I can do this. I could totally do this. No, you have to wash them. <laughs> I was like really hoping I knew where this was going because I've done the same thing. I got so influenced on TikTok and I was like, this is the key to organizing my life. And I know it actually it made actually it harder made it because harder. there's so much work because not, because I can't just <laughs> write like the bag of snacks, right. That it comes in. That's easy. Right. I don't have to yeah. do anything with that. You open it, then you roll it up and you're good. Right. But these little snack containers, like you have to yes. clean them out after each use. It's like, it takes so much time because yes. they have to be hand-washed. And so then that I was like, mm-hmm. screw this. I'm not doing this anymore. Like I, I don't have time to wash these things. <laughs> and even if I had the time, I don't want to No. And so I think about it exactly. and it's like, okay, they must be sitting there scrubbing their snack containers every night, <laughs> two o'clock in the morning, in the morning. <laughs> somehow like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Are they on cocaine? Like they just you know, do a line of Coke and then get ready in the morning. Like, <laughs> just get going get like organized. what are they doing because then they wake up and look you know yeah perfection They're like yeah what is happening here with their hour-long face care routine and try stuff. to do that too <laughs> i don't have the time i don't, I don't have the energy I, it's it bare really minimum right i mean here, and i think so. okay like i i mean i try to find you know how can i i always think like how can i kind of meet in the middle I, i'm not I'm not that yeah. type of person, but I'm, you know, I want to do a little bit more, you know, than the, I don't know. And I, yeah. oftentimes it's more like, if this is the middle, then I'm like more over here. Uh, <laughs> you know, they must be not having any sort of time for themselves or not doing anything. Or I see it as no, where are the kids during all of this? You know, are they, are they spending exactly. time with their children exactly. or are they at daycare with a nanny or yeah. in the other room playing by themselves while you get all this stuff done? Right. So there's something has to give you. It's not possible. There's not enough time in the day. So you're either giving up time with your family or yeah. quality time with your husband. Like you said, like quality time with yourself, you know, having time away, you, something has to give. There is only so many hours in the day. So it might look like maybe they grab their kid and they're like, smile, take a picture because they really have no relationship because they're spending their time cleaning <laughs> snack. Yes. Yes. They're making sure that, you know, those drawers are perfectly organized, um, which, you know, I mean, yes. and if that's what they enjoy in life, then more power to them. But I see it as, right. okay, something is giving there, you know, and in my life and no, knowing yeah. just how I am, I can't stay up until midnight organizing stuff that is not necessary in my life. I, 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 right. I'm not that type of person. So it's like, it's not necessary. So if I were to do that, it would be just taking whatever time that I have with my kids and doing yeah. other things instead. And right now it's really hard. My children are so young that it's like, I can't really step away from them for more than a few minutes at a time. Right. But even then, I think I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I need my breaks for my kids. Yeah. I want them to take a nap and have quiet time and go away, get away from me for a few minutes. Yeah. Please let me go to the bathroom by myself, or I really want to go to the grocery store by myself. Right. But like, 
at the end of the day, like I'd rather make sure that I have time with my kids as much time with my kids throughout the day as I can. If my house is a mess, then like, you know, some days it really bothers me and I'm like, that sucks. I really need to get this done. And then other days like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, we did what we could, you know, and my, my husband helps with like those stuff around the house, but he he doesn't, he doesn't. And I just, Mm -hmm. I, no offense to husbands and men out there, but I feel like they just don't have the same eye for things as, as we do. Um, yeah. so, you know, I'll be like, okay, why didn't you do that? And like, I just didn't see it. I didn't know what needed to be done. And it's just like, do you have eyeballs? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> regardless of that, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. So <laughs> if I take a few days and I don't do anything in the house, right. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever dishes can just yeah. sit there for a little while longer. Who cares? Right. I, I do get to right. get to that point where you're just like, how in the world are we living in this horrible home? Like where like just yes. shit everywhere, nothing is done. It's that disgusting. You go into rage cleaning mode <laughs> and then you get like, yes, about yep. like for me, it's 50% of the way done. And then I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore, but yet I got to finish this parts. And it's like, you finish other stuff. It's usually yeah. like more of the big projects that I ended up, I end up going like, I think, oh yeah, I'm totally like ready to take on this playroom of disgusting, you know, messy toys and, you know, all these broken pieces of toys and whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to clean it all out and organize it. And it's going to be beautiful and perfect. And I'm like 10% of the way through. And I'm like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. (laughs) Why did I decide to do this? Whose idea was this? this? And then, you know, and then I say, I say something like to my husband and he's like, well, Lauren, that was your idea. Like nobody told you to do that. That doesn't make sense. And I'm like, no, that doesn't no. sound right. I'm pretty sure somebody on social media should do this. I, you know, for me, um, what ends up, what always triggers my like rage cleaning is when I like stuff on the counter. So I'll pick it up and I'll go to put it in the game drawer and I'm like, wow just all pieces everywhere box I'm like I can't even put anything in here so then you pull the drawer out you know and you're like trying to organize that and then you're like okay put the next thing open that drawer you're like what the heck happened in this drawer put all the stuff next thing you know I've got a thousand things pulled out of all the cabinets and then I'm like well now I'm kind of over it (laughs) like then I'm kind of just like I mean the the feeling is gone you don't want to do it you don't want to do it but yeah I feel like that's Mm -hmm. that's stuff happens to me all the time. It's like, you like have like one intention, right? You're like, okay, I'm going to go start a load of laundry, right? I'm going to go start a load of laundry on Mm -hmm. your way to the laundry room. There's like some garbage on the floor. So you pick up the garbage and you take it over to the garbage can, but then you notice that there's something else going on over there that needs to be addressed right there, right? There's a spoon on the floor. So you pick it up and you put it in the sink. Oh, but it actually can go in the dishwasher. So then you do an entire load of dishes and then you realize that the kid needs help. Somebody needs their butt wiped, you know, that and that and that. And then it's like three hours later. And I'm like, I never started the laundry (laughs) all the time, all the time, all the time. It's so, it's so bad. I mean, it is. And it's like with the things with the game drawer, you know, I mean, you go to, I'm just trying to clean the counter. That's all I wanted to do was clear the counter. And instead I have filled the counter with all the contents (laughs) of all the drawers. (laughs) on the opposite. You've given given yourself so much more work. It's like, it's all stuff that's necessary or that I guess is somewhat necessary needs to be done. Right. But yeah, I, so I also am like, with not giving ourselves the opportunity to ever rest or anything. One other thing I wanted to touch on with that, which I, th- I thought was so interesting when I was kind of looking into it and stuff is 
with moms be when we rest whenever we take time to just do nothing it's often seen as lazy you're being lazy but the other side of that that i thought was so interesting you know when you think of like with men when they come home from a hard day's work kick up your feet that is that's expected you know it's expected that you worked really hard all day so the first thing you should do is to sit relax and and take some time for yourself because you've been working hard all day whereas with women it's like why are you not what are you we doing we're just laying we're just laying around at two o'clock on a tuesday yeah (laughs) Yeah. no um yeah it's interesting okay so i made a video about this it was a while ago maybe a few months ago it was oh shoot now i can't i can't remember exactly it was like oh double standards that are still Mm -hmm. present in society of, of parenting right yeah and one of them was you know like moms like we go to put our feet up or we go to relax and we're seen as lazy mm-hmm. um, where, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so dads, you totally get it's it. like yeah. you come home from work and it's like, of course it's expected that you sit there. And first of all, the hate that I got on that yeah. video extreme, you know, so many people were like, nobody thinks like that. And it's like, okay, people, you know, like you might not think like that in your household and that's great. And like, mm-hmm. my husband does not think yeah. like that. And I don't think, you know, but yet there's still something within me that thinks yeah. that. Because I hear it from other people, you know, I hear it from, I go, you go out into the world and talk to people and it's like, you get that, that thought process, you know, it's like that, it's like ingrained in us, like, like, oh, you're a mom, you can't sit down. It's like, or you do sit down and you're like, right, like we've been talking about, oh, I have 800 things to do. Um, it's like, we're expected to take time for self-care or to relax or to nap or whatever that may be. But yet it's like, if you do it too much, then it's like, well, what are you doing? Like you're just sitting around. Yeah. And it's always on, on like their, on their terms. So like you can relax, but on their terms, you know, you can have some self-care, but like on their terms, like their definition. So if relaxing for you means that when they take a nap from like noon to one o'clock or whatever time that that's your hour to nap too, or sit and scroll on TikTok. Well, that's right. not really what we meant, you know, or if it's like the end of the day, you're like, you know what, I, I do what I want to do. And then at nine o'clock, I am done for the day. And I sit my butt on the couch and I watch Netflix for two, three hours. Mm, that's yeah. not really what we meant. It, it, it If everybody is so different on what they need, what is relaxing for them, what calms them, if that means getting out of the house or going for a run or sitting on their butt or taking a nap or whatever it means, it, it just is it, whatever you need yeah. to recharge. that's it if that's at two o'clock in the afternoon or at the end of the day or start of the day you know what i mean and it's it's just always on other people's terms and what they think is it should be classified under what it should fall under you know true thing is like a lot of this comes from i feel like people who uh you know either don't have children or have children who are not in this current stage of life that our our kids are in right and i it's interesting to me um you know in my previous full-time job, I worked in a customer service role and I saw a lot of the same people on a regular basis. And a lot of these older women who have children who are, you know, maybe slightly younger than I am or kind of in and around the same age are sharing these opinions with me. Like, first of all, they matter. And I'm like, honestly, your opinion doesn't matter to me, but you know, whatever. Um, (laughs) But sharing. They really feel it does though. They really think you're taking it to heart. 
they walk in on a yes, mission yes. and they're like, I have to tell Lauren that <laughs> yes. I feel like her breastfeeding her baby for this long is inappropriate. Oh, I can't bite my tongue <laughs> any longer. But it's like, it's these, these men and women who have these kids who are slightly older. So it's like, they've almost like kind of forgotten about this stage of life, you know, that we're in. Right. Yeah. Which is like, our kids are so reliant on us that we are just yep. mom and that's it. That's my, that's my life. That's, mm-hmm. you know, like who yeah. I am. Um, and so it's yeah. interesting to me when they say things like that, or when they share these opinions that are, you know, and it's like, you had kids. You, I mean, you, ha- you, you, you did. have kids. You did go through this so also. I know that you've done this, yeah. you know, regardless of, you know, whether yeah. or not, and i you know, maybe a completely different conversation. I feel like parenting in 2023 is like a million times harder than it was in, you know, 1995. Uh, But at the same time, you know, toddlers are still toddlers, regardless of whether they were born in 95 or 23, right? You know, it's like, they're still hard. So like, I don't understand why you think you can tell me these things. I know you've done this in some capacity. Yeah, why they do? They act like they've they not. They never struggled. That, that it was never as hard as as you're yes. making it out to be. And I, for me, I mean, I'm like the you know, especially the toddler years. I was in like a constant state of like survival mode. It was just, it was just survival. Like it was just trying to survive every single day. Um, and then I, I get that too. You know, a lot of like an, the older generation and stuff are so like you're complaining, you're whining. And it's like, I'm sorry that when you were raising kids, you were expected to keep your mouth shut and, and smile. And, and, but that's what the problem is, is because you did that, everybody next was like, it's not hard. You're so happy. It's great. It's wonderful. And now, and here then we are. now yeah. here I we mean, are. yeah, it's like, oh, it wasn't a problem. You did great. You know, I mean, and there's. I think there's so many reasons yeah. why it was so different, right? Um, one of the yeah. things being, you know, just how expensive it is to live nowadays. Like that changes literally right. everything. And these older, you know, I shouldn't say older, but I, I don't know, boomers, right? They didn't have, you know, they could they could live yeah. off of one income, and it was and it was fine. It was fine, right? It wasn't a struggle, right? It was just it was one yep. income, and that was it. And now all of a sudden it's like, okay, we can't do that anymore. Or, you know, and if, and if you can do that, then you're in totally different, you know, I mean, not, not in my world, which, right. But, um, but even like, regardless of that, like there's so many things now, like we have social media, which is like, is great for what so many reasons, I guess with my content, Mm -hmm. I hope to like, kind of, I've already talked about this, I know, but like bring in that, that realistic aspect of life. Right. But there's so many educational sides yeah. to things too, right? We are being bombarded at every Definitely. single angle of how to parent your your child, what to do if this happens, what to do if this happens. If your toddler's having a tantrum about this, that, or that, that's not okay. And this is how you have to handle it. And and then here comes the other person of, yeah. oh no, you can't do it that way because then you are emotionally traumatizing your child for the rest of their freaking life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, be prepared for them to disown you when they're 22 and you're just like, what the hell is happening? It's so much information thrown at you that it is overwhelming. And I feel like we start to stop trusting our own instincts and think and know just what we know as a human, what makes sense. 
I mean, that's what really has to come down to when you're parenting your kid. You got to do what makes sense for you because you can read all this crap on the internet, but no one is actually living your life with your kid and your situation and your financial situation and all this kind of stuff. There is no exact replica of what you're living. So you get all this information and it's like, you forget to just what what makes sense that's the thing it's like I don't feel like we know anymore you know I mean it's like we have all of this information thrown at us about what are the right ways to do things and then kind of going back into this is why we feel this the way that we do right we have this productivity shame and we have this mom guilt and everything like that because we are having information thrown at us at every angle about everything it's not, you know, your parenting, mm-hmm. your parenting skills. It's how you're keeping your household or how you're scheduling your time or yeah. what you're doing for your self-care routine or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, it's like, there's, it's just so overwhelming. And we talk about being overwhelmed and overstimulated as a mother already. And then to have all of that thrown at us too, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, and I feel like you could even be off of social media, right? You know, but even just living in this current day and age and being a parent, you know, you're yeah. still getting that information no matter where it's coming from. You know, it might not be oh yeah, me staring at my phone <laughs> for that, you know, 20 minutes that I get a yeah. day just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, but it's in it's in some other way. Yeah. And it's just I'm not sitting here wondering why we feel this way. But yet no, yeah. There's so many people who do, you know, who feel like they can share their opinions and say, mm-hmm. well, why do you feel uh, just don't? Like, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Thank you. So, thank you. That, wow, that was super helpful. I feel wonderful. And I feel great. Now. I am a changed person. <laughs> uh, your advice that just, wow, never ceases to amaze me. If you think about how many parents, I just know so many moms who have anxiety and I, it's to me, it, that's where yeah. a lot of it stems from is when you are just thrown thousand bits of information, even like if you are online and someone comments and says you should be doing this, even if you, oh, you read it and whatever, it's still, you've yeah. now thought it, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is now in the back of your head. It's just another thing to add to your like list of like, should I look into that? Was that true? You know, I mean, that kind of has a point. Am I, should I be doing that? And you start going down that path. Like it's not just a simple read it and move on. It has now in, yes. come into your brain <laughs> and now it just bounces around in there with a million other things you've been told of what you're doing right. wrong. Right. You know? We're doing all of these or we're doing our best to do all of these things with the children, right? We're spending these quality times with them. We're doing as much as we can. We're trying to make memories, right? Because that's another thing that I keep flipping, seeing your kids have 18 summers before they're gone. And you're just like, you know, fuck you. Kills me every time. We're doing the best we can. I can only make so many memories. (laughs) Try. This has been a really great conversation. I really love talking about of all these things. I think it's it's just so relatable. And I think it's what people honestly, moms need to hear, or especially even like women who are wanting to be moms, like we talked about, you know, um, to just give some like realistic, it's not all horrible. You know, I, I love my kids and I love spending time. And there's so many moments where it's just so good. But there is a lot of moments too, where I'm like, this is horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> this it's is horrible. I mean, this yes, sucks. and we love our kids, right? And but it is horrible and it does suck. If 
a new mom or a you know wannabe new mom is listening to this or just watching this content, it's like I hope that they can then hopefully, hopefully make things better for themselves. You know, maybe not as much, right? Yes. Like Yes, just a little like just preparing. So then when you're in that moment and your baby is screaming and you're like, I need this baby in another room. I need a minute. I need to take a minute away that instead of sitting there being like, oh, my gosh, like a new mom, I just had this baby and I need time away. Like, who am I? What is wrong with me? Instead of going that direction, hopefully it helps some people go in the direction of like, it's because it's hard. And yes, I need a minute because and hard. that's okay. It is hard. It is hard. And yes, it is hard. Give yourself grace. Exactly. Exactly. And we definitely as moms need to do that a lot more often because I am so quick to give anybody else around me grace and forgive and understand everybody else's mistakes and, and stuff like that. But when it comes to myself, yes, so much harder on myself. All right. Well, my last question. Um, I like to end the show with final question and we have a new one for this season. I told you, you are going to be yeah. the first one to answer this question. <laughs> a lot so of no pressure, pressure, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what is one thing you would tell your younger self and how do you feel like that would have impacted your life? All right. Okay. It's going to be a clunky answer and I'm sorry, but it's fine. I had like quite a few thoughts um, about this. My biggest one, the thing that popped into my head, like first and foremost was to not be so self-conscious. I, I spent, you know, my younger year, you know, elementary school age, you know, being fine, right. You're just a kid. And then you hit this certain age for me, it just went all down, it goes all downhill. You know, it's like, you're self-conscious, you're awkward. Like for me, it's like, I was, yeah. I was physically awkward and socially awkward and didn't know where I was being or what I was doing or where I was. I thought everybody was looking at me all the time. And now However, many years later, it's like freaking nobody was looking at you, Lauren, but that's <laughs> yeah. In the time it's like, you uh-huh. know, it's like, you're so just focused <laughs> on yourself and you're just like, okay, everybody's watching me and watching how awkward and weird I am and uncomfortable. And so I spent so much of my like early to through teen years. I mean, I would say into, into my, well into my twenties of being so self-conscious about everything, how I looked, what, you know, everything that I did, how I presented myself, how I spoke to people. Um, And I became such an introvert and like, and so, I mean, I, I do think I'm an introvert already, but you know, but it's like also like, I just became so enclosed. Like I just, I didn't share myself with anybody. I didn't talk. Yeah. I didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. And, you know, and knowing what I know now, like nobody cares. <laughs> right. Nobody it actually turns shit. out no one gives a shit. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, and, but I spent yeah. so much time and so much, so much time worrying about what everybody thinks that I think it, you know, it, it, it did cause me some anxiety in life because it's like, you're just so concerned about what other people think yeah. of you. Um, so I, that's kind of like part one. And I think because I was like that, right. I was so self-conscious, um, and also slightly because of how I was raised. Um, I became this intense people pleaser. Yeah. I totally understood. I totally understood. You said that and I was like, I'm going to talk about this later. (laughs) Um, but I, I've become this, like this in, 
crazy people pleaser that like I have missed out Mm -hmm. on so many, you know, opportunities in my life because I have made these commitments to people. And I'm like, freaking, what is this commitment? Like working at, you know, I worked at Victoria's Secret through college and it's like freaking working at Victoria's Secret, freaking like, no, I'm on vacation because I had to work at Victoria's Secret one weekend. (laughs) And it's like, what? Right. Looking yeah. back at it now, it's like at the time it was so important. I'm like, but this is my job. And I didn't, you know, and I couldn't take off and I couldn't do this. And, you know, it's like, I had all these reasons. Right. And I'm like, they're relying on me. And then like thinking about it now, I'm like, you, you were 19 working at Victoria's Secret. Like nobody, right. nobody gives a shit. <laughs> right. Like, so anyway, so I just, I became this, this, this people pleaser that I, that I really have not started kind of like shedding that or I guess lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know like, what you meant. <laughs> I don't really know where I was going with that, but you know, <laughs> shed the skin. Shed the that people skin. skin. Um, <laughs> but like really like since I became a mom and even I think the first few years of being a mom and I just realized I'm still kind of early on into it, but you know, my first two years of being a mom, I was still kind of in that mindset mm-hmm. of, you know, like people expect so much of me as a mother and what I do and everything like that. And I have to go back to work and I have to do this and this and this and this. And I, and I have to spread myself, yeah. you know, it's like I, I was spreading myself so thin and I still am, but you know, at the time it's like spreading myself so thin to the point where like I was miserable on so many accounts it was like, not only was it yeah. like, okay, postpartum depression, new baby work, everything, yada, yada, yada. It's like, okay, also I'm thinking that I need to keep these commitments to people or say yes to things that, you know, is really not necessary. And, um, yeah. so if I had to go back and tell my younger self something, it would be like freaking drop this idea of everybody cares what you, what you're doing because nobody cares Yeah, if we can be a little bit more confident in ourselves, you know, then maybe this people pleaser wouldn't have carried on so far into my life to the point where I'm now, you know, 32 and realizing that like, I've missed out a lot in life because I've allowed this to just be who I am, you know, and everybody's like, and I've always gotten, right. Oh my God, Lauren's so nice, you know, and like, whatever, like I'm so easy to work with and easy to please and whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's like, here I am internalizing everything being like, I'm freaking miserable you know, glad right. everyone else is happy. Uh, right. <laughs> at the sake of you know, my own self, but you know, <laughs> finally I'm like, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I can't do this. And it was yeah. really prioritizing my kids that made me then say no to things. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that's a great one because it's honestly with, when you are younger, you have this idea in your head that you are so important that all eyes are on you. Everybody's watching. Everyone's paying attention. Everyone's waiting for you to fuck up. Everyone is, you know, you just feel so important. The center, center of the universe is, you know, and then as you get older, you really start to realize that you are but an ant. <laughs> you are but an ant in the world. And actually no one is watching and no one cares. And you have spent so many of your years trying to put on a show, a front for all these people who right. weren't even right. watching you know, at the sake yes. of yourself. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And it, it really is crazy. And it's, and it's really sad, you know, like thinking about it, it's like, I think about it and I was so miserable as a teenager and it was just really all mm-hmm. self-inflicted. 
I mean, and, and the thing is, is like, you are important to the people that you are important to, right? Your family, your close friends, right. everything like that. Those are the people that are that matter in your life and yeah. they're going to continue to matter in your life. So those are the ones that you should really be putting your, you know, your time and energy into, right? And yourself. Yeah, because, you know, it's funny, even if, even if they are watching, even if they are watching um, you, when you get older, it's not until you get older that you realize even if they are, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't affect you. Like if you're, you take the train somewhere and some guy on the train looks at you and like, you are hideous. And then they walk like, what, how does that affect you? Who cares? You're never going to see that man again. Who cares? You know, but when you are young, it, you care, you care so much. And it means everything. Everyone's opinion means everything to you. So yeah, I definitely, I think, I think that's a great answer. It wasn't I, clunky at I'm all. Seeing, I'm like, how am I going <laughs> to say this? I'm like, without it sounding so, I don't know. Weird, but that made sense. No, I totally, I think it's very relatable. It does. It does make okay. sense. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us for girls night. And thank you so much, Lauren, for being here. I loved having you on here and I really hope you'll come back and do another episode in the future. I feel like we started to talk a little bit about a lot of different topics and I kept wanting to go in that direction. And I was like, Oh, there's so much to say on this. There's so much to say on this. So I hope you'll come back and we can do a different topic. Thank you so Um, much for having me. This was a blast. (laughs) I would absolutely love to. Yes. I totally agree with you. I could have we could be on here all night if, <laughs> if we went on. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> I had yes. to reel us in a few times because I was like, oh, no, we're going, we, we got to go far off topic here. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we definitely, definitely could. <laughs> all right. Uh, make sure to find me at Girl Same the Podcast and all the socials. I always love hearing from you guys. And one thing that will never change, uh, no matter what season it is, I will always end with reminding you that nobody really has their shit together uh, like you think. I promise you. I promise you that. So come hang out with us every Monday. Bye. Girl. 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 Girl Same.